Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode. We're nearly at 100 episodes. I was just getting some notes together for this for this episode and I was like, holy shit, episode 97. I can't believe it's been nearly 100. Uh, it's just so crazy. I just think back to like when I started and I was talking to a few of the Level Up girls uh, who have recently actually started podcasts. There's quite a few ladies who are so creative and just like loving this creative outlet of having a podcast. And we were just sort of talking about like, just start, don't try to get it perfect because, you know, you're going to only learn through action and you're going to get better through action. And I remember when I started, I look back at the, even the branding and the design of like the album art was so bad. I loved it at the time. Looking back, I'm like, oh dear, but I thought it was amazing. And, you know, I was recording on the floor of my lounge room in our old house and I didn't tell anyone. I'm pretty sure it had like seven or eight downloads every single week. And now it's, you know, I think we're about to hit 100,000 downloads as well, which is so cool. So, so cool. Um, And so I guess, A, I'm just really, 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 really grateful to all of the people who share and reach out and get in my DMs and leave reviews. Like it just, it means so much. And B, it's just that reminder to anyone listening, if you've got anything that's on your mind that you really want to do, but you're sort of stuck in perfectionism and stuck in like, I'll wait till I know exactly what to do. And I've got a real plan and like everything is perfect and everything is measured. And it it just doesn't work like that. Like I can't say it enough. Don't wait to start, just start. And if you've got like, if you're in a position where you don't have clarity on something, you don't get clarity through sitting and thinking and, and, you know, trying to figure it out through just logic, you get clarity through taking action. And the same thing goes with any goal you've got or something you want to put out there into the world. Just start, like just start. It's such a good reminder that it will never be perfect. You'll always be evolving, improving. And because of that, I have been able to, you know, slowly but surely get my podcast to this point where it is now because I was willing to start with it being very imperfect. Um, So with that, little spiel that I wasn't actually anticipating at the beginning. I've just looked at the clock and it's 222. So maybe that was meant to go out there. Um, But I wanted to talk today about, you know, something that I talk about a lot with my clients because in the first four weeks of Level Up, we do dream life design. And so a lot of that is like reconnecting with our souls, like real authenticity and like what lights us up and what makes us happy and what makes us feel a sense of purpose and, and all of that. And it's something that I, I've noticed and I remember for myself like this whole question of like finding your purpose, it used to stress me the fuck out. <laughs> like I used to be so stressed and frustrated because there was all of this, you know, like like a lot of you that listen to this podcast, I'm sure you're the same. You l- listen to so many personal development podcasts. You might read lots of books. You listen to audio books. Like you just really love personal development, personal growth. Like it's just a really exciting space. What I've also found is sometimes inside of this space, it can feel a little bit like, oh God, I've got to be doing like <laughs> all of the things. I've got to be meditating, visualizing, doing my vision board, doing my inner work. I've got to be like, journaling a little bit and doing my breathing and hot hot baths and then cold baths and saunas and freezing ice, like just all of this stuff. And I've got to find my purpose. Like I must find my purpose. And it can actually feel a little bit stressful, which is not really the intention behind it at all. The purpose is about 
a life that feels really meaningful and a life that is going to add value to the world and a life that is going to be one worth living. And it's going to be different for everybody. But in that space, when it's all of this rhetoric and language about like how to find your purpose, I think that leads people to believe that it's something out there that is usually it sort of correlates most of the time. People think, what's my purpose? Well, then what's my job description? Like people associate a sense of purpose or like finding your purpose to what you do. Like, what do I do every day? Am I meant to be a a teacher or a firefighter or a lawyer or a business coach or a social media? Like, what am I here to do? And my take over time has sort of changed and That's because I've just realized through my own evolution that your purpose is very little about what you're doing and very much about who you are being in the doing. (laughs) So like, who are you being and, and what is it that like makes you feel the most you in anything you're doing? And, and the other thing that I think about, you know, finding your purpose is that you don't need to find it because you can never be off purpose. Like you can never get it wrong, even when you're sitting in that frustration of this is not it. Even when you're sitting in that place of like, I don't like what I'm doing at the moment. Even when you're like, oh God, I don't know what I like or who I am or what I want and what I'm meant to be doing. Even all of that is part of your purpose because ultimately it's making you, it's giving you clues. It's giving you in indicators. It's giving you so much knowledge about yourself and helping you to come closer and closer and closer to the thing that is you. And we wouldn't know without contrast. We wouldn't know what we ha- what we love without having some experience of having some things that we really don't like. Like how do you know that you don't like lobster if you've never tried lobster? How do you know what's for you until you've tried some things and gone, not that, not that, not that. And when you are trying things, which is always a success, even when, and I've had this conversation with a couple of VIP clients recently, like, you know, there's so much fear around trying something. Like, I really feel like I want to try this business, but what if it fails? And what if I look like an idiot? And what if it, what if I have to close it down and la la la? It's like, what if, what if that's still a success because you tried something and that is so cool because you're successfully trialing the fucking beauty of life and all of these amazing things that you can do now. If you've got the opportunity to try things and go, actually, that wasn't it. Or that actually I've had enough of this and I want to pivot. That is such a success in my eyes. And you know, we're in this generation now where most of us will actually change what we do as in our job or career, we'll change what we do up to seven times in our working life. And so our purpose isn't like, it might not be one thing. Like for example, I was a teacher for five years. Before that, I was doing my law degree and my journalism degree. And I did, I like dabbled in all of it, but there was some very definite threads woven into anything I do anything I am doing very, very, very much comes back to who I am being when I am on purpose. When I am living really in integrity with who I am, I'm around people. I'm usually using some form of creativity. I'm very, very, very caring. I I really want the best for people. Like people is my thing, you know, and even looking at that, some of my friends, I remember when we were in India, like 
it was just so interesting how we were all naturally pulled to different things. My friends wanted to go to an animal shelter and, you know, work with animals and help animals. And I was like, yeah, um, I'm going to go to an orphanage because people is my thing. Like it's whether I'm working in an orphanage, whether I'm working in a classroom, whether I'm working in a law firm, whether I'm working writing because I'm writing for some sort of publication, there's always some thread of me being talking and thinking about the human experience and connecting with people through deep conversations and using some sort of creativity, whether it is through teaching or it is through writing or it is through speaking or it is through just bumming around with colleagues. And, you know, now it is through coaching, it is through my business, all of these threads of me being who I'm probably here to be when I am living on purpose can be woven into so many different things that we're doing. And so I think we need to start looking back at like, what makes me feel like me? Like who are, what are the environments where I thrive? And it just feels like home. Like I had this conversation with one of my best mates just the other week and we were talking about how for us, like you can't deny, like we've done a lot of traveling together and studying together. And we just can't deny that our happy place is either in a library or a lecture hall or a fucking plane. Like we just feel so at home when we're learning and studying and there's books around and it's a learning environment. And then when we're off to explore, like for me, my happy place where I feel the most like again a classroom or when I'm teaching inside of Level Up or I'm teaching inside one of my courses or there's books all around me and I'm learning so that I can teach new things to clients. Like last week I was on a fucking high last week after our Level Up call because I was teaching about quantum physics. So of course that day I was reading up, I was just getting all of my studies right, like you know, getting myself onto it so I can explain things in a really precise way because quantum physics, as you can imagine, is pretty intense. But I like to learn and then break it down for people in a really accessible way. I was in my element, man. Like I was in my element. It felt like I was so on purpose, but it doesn't, it doesn't matter whether I'm teaching in the classroom like I used to do, or I'm teaching inside of my business like I do now, or who knows what will happen 10 years in the future. There's so many threads of my purpose that's woven into there. And that means I can A, give myself permission to pivot because it doesn't need to be one thing and it's not attached to a job description. B, it also means that I can always use that wherever I go. So I give myself permission to shift and to change. And it's not part of my human design to do one thing forever. I am a manifesting generator. I have multiple things that make me passionate. And if I'm stuck down and I feel trapped by one thing for a long period of time, I get batshit crazy. Like I actually just feel like a caged animal and you'll see me start like (laughs) searching online for like, all right, time to choose a new adventure. And I'll end up looking at like, I'm going to do Everest next or something because I need this newness of life. And so if I was to believe that my purpose is this one thing that I need to find and it's going to be, it's going to come in the form of like a job description or one thing that I'm going to do forever, that is going to make me feel really trapped. And a lot of people like me are going to feel the same because like that's bringing it back to human design. But a lot of us are generators or, or manifesting generators and like you can feel really restricted by that sameness. And I've seen this play out with so many of my clients where it's like we start to look at all of their different, the things that they've done and the things that they've been curious about and drawn towards and then possibly gone, oh, well, I don't like this anymore. I want to shift. I need to find my purpose again or done something 
you know, and then done something new for a while and then gone, oh shit, I haven't found my purpose yet. Like we've looked at the threads and it's like, oh, but look, like one of my clients, she was a nurse and now she's learning sign language and she just loves helping people and she loves being creative. And it's like, there's threads that are woven through everything she's naturally gravitated towards. And so even though now she's in a phase where she's transitioning and changing and doing something new again, she's never been off purpose. As long as you're trusting what, and you know, even when you do land into something where you're like, this is not me, this kills my life force energy, this is draining my soul. It's like, okay, what's this here to show me? You haven't gone off purpose. You're just being given an example to help you come further inwards back into yourself, back home to yourself. So, you know, maybe if it's monotonous, analytical, like for me, monotonous, analytical, repetitive, like ugh, spreadsheet kind of stuff bleh, makes me want to like just no creativity there. It's just no. And so I can use that for contrast and go, okay, I've landed in this position to show me again that creativity and a little bit more flexibility and freedom and, and newness is, is it for me. And it's not about, you know, I can find that in so many different things as you, as you can. So look for the threads that are woven through your life and look at who you're being when you just feel like the most you. And I always, I had another really great conversation a couple of weeks ago with another friend and we were talking about, you know, I, I am very, very privileged in all of the roles that I've had, you know, I have been, and again, it's because in all of my roles, when I'm on purpose, I, whether I'm at the law firm, in the classroom, as a coach, the thing that sort of makes me, me and a little bit different to maybe anyone else that's doing things their unique way is that I really fucking see people. Like I, I really do like almost every student I can see the second they walk in, something's up or something's not right, or they're not necessarily telling me everything right now. Like I, and I can, it's like, I can just see people at their highest potential and I just want that for them so much. And so I, I like, have lots of opportunities to say that to people and to to show them like you are so much like you have so much inside of you that I'm just dying to see and I know that it's there but I can see the doubt and I can see the programming and I can see you know like a, a little kid who maybe is just too terrified because of something that's happened in the schoolyard and she doesn't want to look like an idiot or a client who really wants to get this right and just doubts herself at every single every single action step is like what if this what if that what if this and sometimes i just i'm i don't know i'm just being me and i'm just saying to them like i'm so fucking proud of you right now like i am watching you and seeing you to make you know, huge moves, even though they might seem small to you, it's such big steps and I'm so proud and this and that. And I just be me with everyone around me. But that is really moving and sometimes quite confronting to a lot of, it's happened quite a lot of times with clients when I express my love and and my pride in watching them do what they're doing. And when I express how much I believe in them, for some people, it's so confronting and it means almost, I don't want to say too much, but it can move people to the point where they're like, and I've had clients say to me, I've been waiting for 30, 40, 50 years for somebody just to say that to me, for somebody just to say, I'm proud of you. Nobody's ever said that to me. And it always makes me just a little bit sad if I'm honest, because and this is what I, where I was talking about it with a friend. I said, like, it's beautiful and I'm so 
blessed and I love what I do so much. But every time it, I get that response of somebody that's almost shocked, like almost shocked and a little bit like, is this for real? Like nobody's ever said this to me. I can't help but feel like where the fuck were your people? Like where were your people that brought you, like that raised you and that built you up your whole life? And where were the people that told you every single night before you went to bed that you're so fucking amazing and I'm so proud of you? Like that shit makes me so emotional even now. I just get so, and I've always been so, so aware of how, blessed I was to have that. And so seeing a contrast in other people, seeing some, you know, when I saw kids, when I see clients who just don't get that, never had that. When I see that, it fucking tears me apart because, and again, this is where it comes back to being on purpose. I was saying to a friend, that's just how I was taught to love. And that's just how I was taught to talk, to see the best in people because like I had a, my mum and, you know, I've had this conversation with her and she's sort, of, she's sort of, she's not into like, you know, she's not into personal development. She loves what I do. She's my biggest fan. But she's like I, she, all she ever wanted and all she ever wanted to be in this life was a mother and my, and she said like, all I wanted to be was your mum, you and your brother. Like me and my brother are the luckiest kids alive because we've got a mother who lived and lives her purpose, no matter what she's doing, whether she's in the shop, whether she's with us, whether she's with her nieces, whether she's with her friends, she is a person who no matter what she's doing, the person she is being is like so, she is a fucking walking earth angel. And the person she is being, which is so loving and so accepting and so compassionate and empathetic. She is being that no matter who she's around, whether she's with me, whether she's with, you know, people who come into her shop, that's who she's being. And because of that, because my mom lived that and is always that person, I get to live my purpose, which is to build people up. And through that, I've got to help hundreds of students, hundreds of clients, hundreds of women who never got that. And so you could be someone that's listening. And I've had this conversation with so many women who go, oh, I'm just a mum. And I'm like, do not, (laughs) do not downplay what you are just doing because who you are being in that doing, if you are doing this because you know, it's all you ever wanted and you just have so much love to give and to pour into people. That is the thing that might be changing the world. You might be raising children that are going to go out into the world and have so much love to give to people that that's going to expand everyone's lives around them. And so through my mum being who she was born to be, which is a mother and a loving, caring human, no matter what she's doing, I got to live my purpose and to be on purpose, helping other people who maybe never got that experience. And so it's about who you're being in whatever you're doing. And that might be a creative, that might be just a fucking animal lover. Like you just want to be around animals and that might be a vet or a zookeeper or fucking volunteering. Like that might be it for you or having heaps and heaps of pets. Like who are you being when you feel the most you and when you feel really comfortable? They say, you know, one of the laws that I love teaching and reading about is all about the law of Dharma and the law of Dharma. And, you know, it's used in many different religions and and in Buddhism and 
it's been used in so many different ways that it, it can be a little bit confusing to get like a really clear definition. But the law of Dharma that I'm talking about is this law and this belief that we all come into the world with a very unique gift and a very unique purpose to share with the world that is going to expand and serve for the highest good of everybody. We've all got a calling, some way that we are here to add value to the world. And when we do that, we get to feel the ultimate self-love because we get to feel like so aligned, but also we get to help and support and serve the world, whether that means the environment, whether that means children, whether that means animals, whether that means helping the world through creativity or music. Like we've all got something that we came here for. And often you don't need to go and find it. And you sure as shit are not going to find it on Seek. I don't know if anybody out there like, oh God, I remember looking on Seek when I used to feel frustrated that I hadn't found my purpose. And it was just like, oh, this can't be it. This can't be it. They were just like all these job descriptions where I was looking to find somebody tell me what am I here on this planet? Like, what am I here for? Like, I need to find it in a job description. And it was like, I just remember thinking, I searched high and low for everything. And I was like, nothing, nothing fits. And that's because there's no job description. There's no thing that you're going to do that is going to be able to capture and reflect the uniqueness of you and how you will bring your purpose and your dharma into anything you do because of who you are. And so we don't need to find our purpose. We are living it. We just need to look through the threads and look for the threads of commonality, like you know, who are you being when you feel the most you? What are the environments where you thrive? Who are the people that bring out the best in you? What are you doing when you're losing track of time? What makes you feel really emotional sometimes? Like what makes you just feel really, either really angry, like you probably would have... (laughs) registered by now that I get a bit angry when I talk about the effed up state of the education system. I get really angry when I talk about the health system, which I'm not even going to get into it now. I feel like anger is also a really good way to like look into like, oh, where's my passions lie? Like I am so, because anger is just the opposite side of the same coin of passion. And when you can alchemize or turn and transmute anger into a passion, that is a really, really amazing life force. That is an energy not to be effed with. So you know, what are the things that you're talking about when you're just getting really lit up? What are the things that you're getting passionate about in in an angry sort of way? Because that can be used to, you know, change, like be the change you want to see in the world. That's what so many amazing people in this planet have done. They've gotten angry at something that they think is not good enough and they've gone and changed it through passion. So ask yourself those questions, not so much about what am I doing, but what are the things that make me feel like I'm being the most me? Am I being a joker? Am I loving to make people laugh? Am I loving to connect people? Am I loving to really understand people? Am I loving to be out in nature? Am I loving to be feeling like I'm I'm really working towards something that's going to help with sustainability problems? Am I feeling like the most me when I'm just like really listening to people and giving guidance and helping my children? Or, you know, like there's so many ways that this might play out in how you're going to create a 
job or a business for yourself, but give yourself permission to shift, give yourself permission to move and release that pressure to find this one purpose because ultimately it will evolve and change and shift through life when you give yourself permission to do so. But if we've stuck to this belief that like I have to find this one thing, we, for some of us, will start to feel really constricted and really confined and really like, oh, oh, this is actually not very liberating at all. So I hope that helps. It's just something that I've been talking about with lots and lots of clients recently. So I thought, oh, there must be people out there that feel this way and feel how I used to feel, which was just like, I need to find this one thing and I'm so frustrated I haven't found it. It can be many things. It can be many things. And, you know, you are so much more than a a job description or a title or you're so much more than your title. You are a human being that is so unique and so intricate and so not able to just be put into one little box. So give yourself permission to break the box. Give yourself permission to look for threads and see how you can weave that into all things that you do, weave that into lots of different things. Allow yourself to explore because even when it feels like it's wrong, it's still right because it's taking you closer and closer. And it's part of like, you know, my frustrations that I've experienced in the past of trying to find my thing makes me so empathetic with people who feel the same. I understand how you feel. I understand I've been there. And that's why I'm so good now at helping people to get home, come home to themselves and to release it all because I've been there. So even though my frustrations at the time were frustrating, they were part of my higher purpose. They were all part of it. It's all working for us. Everything's working for us. And when we know that, we A, give ourselves permission to move. We B, are never afraid to try something and and then pivot or quote, fail because it's never a failure. It's a success because it's always evolving us, you know? So I hope that landed. I am going to go and sit at Dome Cafe and do a little bit of content creation and write an article and then check in with the Level Up crew. It's a bloody good day to have a bloody good day. I hope you're having an amazing day and I will speak to you next week. Bye.